Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, season's greetings. There's so much to take in during the holidays at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Often in the past, we've compared parks, which has the best decorations, holiday foods, and so forth. But this time, we're going to specifically compare holiday attraction overlays between Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Some of these you may never have heard of before or knew that they even offered a holiday version. We will rate attractions as they are given a special Yuletide look and feel. From Small World Holiday to Mater's Jingle Jamboree, from um, Tomorrowland Speedway Race Through the Holidays to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Holiday Remix. Big long titles, but we'll look at the gems of the season as well as those that might be considered ugly holiday sweaters. And with our rating system, we will help you determine whether you will get a better experience out in California at Disneyland or here in Walt Disney World in Florida. Join us as we compare holiday attraction overlays at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. By the way, make sure you check out DisneyAtPlay.com. We have gone at great lengths to make sure that we have... Um, either links or the actual videos to all of these attractions that we're going to name because we're going to talk about some of these and you're going to go what what is going on there and so for you to be able to see it um please check out disney at play.com and while you're there make sure you subscribe uh to that so that you can be notified of upcoming podcasts as they occur we're going to begin at walt disney world and um, go through the many attraction overlays. There are many more at Walt Disney World than there are at Disneyland. So let's cover these and see what they are like. First, we'll start in the Magic Kingdom. Jingle Cruise has um, uh, and a unique holiday decor throughout the jungle. Um, and it's been going on for nearly 10 years. Um, the thing that makes this work, and I've, I've always had kind of some reservations about this attraction since it first premiered. It, it felt forced. But I have to say the thing that improves over the years is actually the narrative given by the Jungle Cruise skippers. And it kind of does set you in the holiday mood in a very, very different way. So on a scale of one to five stars, I've chosen to put this in as three stars. Now, what's interesting is Jingle Cruise also premiered at Disneyland Resort. It no longer is offered there. So I don't know if that's a, a good statement or not. But the fact of the matter is, is if you want to do Jingle Cruise, you have to come to Walt Disney World to do it. The next one is Mad Tea Party Holiday. And I, I got to tell you that some of these really are only available if you do the um, uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which I find to be um, a disappointing aspect of these holiday overlays, particularly at the Magic Kingdom. In fact, all uh, the remainder uh, attractions, I'm pretty certain you can only get 
during the um, during the party. In the case of the Mad Tea Party holiday, this is really fancy lights and holiday music. And it's almost an insult because actually the fancy lights portion, you kind of get all ready when you go to the Disneyland version. Um, and so I'm. it's, it's just really kind of disappointing that they hold off on any kind of um, nice effect to this attraction. I have to give it a one star out of five. The next attraction is Tomorrowland Speedway Race Through the Holidays. Clever little title, I suppose. I think there was a meeting held where they said, you know, not enough people are coming through Tomorrowland during the Christmas party. What can we do about that? I think this is the answer to that. Frankly, I kind of like the decorations. I think they're kind of, well, they're kind of right for holidays in Tomorrowland. They add lights and holiday music at night. You can see the decorations during the day when you drive through. Um, you get the lights and the holiday music at night, although, again, the holiday music is being drowned out by very loud cars. Um, still, I give it two stars over the one star on the Mad Tea Party holiday because they've made an effort to actually add some decorations and do something a little bit more. I gave three stars to Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor Holiday Show just because they really do a great job with a Christmas improv show with a very holiday look and bringing in the, the season and all the jokes that can be part of that. It's really... It's really a smart, I think it's one of the smarter holiday overviews that you're going to find at the Magic Kingdom. And it's a complete contrast to the Space Mountain holiday run. This is a newcomer this year. And I, you, you can only look at the video to see how insipid this really is. It's chaotic lighting and music to match... Um, the the roller coaster turbulence of Space Mountain. No, no, no story here. No even decorations when you come through the mountain. It's just, it's just, it's like, how can we create an attraction where within five minutes we could turn two switches, one for lighting and one for music, and the show's show turns uh, to a different, different version. Um, if you don't care for the uh, if you don't care to have um, yourself overwhelmed riding the attraction as a roller coaster, you can try it out on the People Mover, and you'll, in within about 30 seconds, get a real strong sense of how little there is to offer in this. Uh, I don't even. I, it's hard to even call it a holiday version, but it. But it is, and. Um, I've given it a one star. We're going to move on to Epcot. And probably one of the best offerings has emerged with Living with the Land, Merry and Bright Lights. I This thing seems organic, well, appropriate for um, Living with the Land, but it seemed like it started off with a few lights and the cast members there kind of doing their own thing and it's evolved and emerged. Um, I think it was last year, maybe the year before that they, well, last year that they added a, a narrative that kind of ties in the holidays to the land. How many people enjoy seafood uh, during the holidays? How chocolate is so tied to, 
to Christmas. And so it's not bad. And the, the decorations, honestly, are better every year. It is clearly the best greenhouse Christmas uh, decor you are ever going to see anywhere. And I have to give it, having gone through, it kind of put me in the mood. And people loved it. People enjoyed it. Long lines. Um, strong lines, let me put it that way. Strong lines, even through the evening hours. I have to give it uh, I have to give it four stars. Uh, that is followed by Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Holiday Overlay. Um, actually, it's um I mispronounced that. It's actually called Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Holiday Remix. Holiday Remix is a little, um, I, I don't know. What it is, is you have this fantastic new Guardians of the Galaxy um, experience. And it is, I've given previous reviews, it is a terrific, probably the best roller coaster I've ever been on. But this quote-unquote mash of Christmas songs seems mostly to be just Run Run Rocket. And it kind of is, it's not a song I care for. I really don't get any other songs with it other than just little kind of, it, it's really, it's really kind of disappointing. In fact, I think it brings down the attraction, especially because one of the things you kind of like when you go on Guardians of the Galaxy is that you might get one of six different um songs going back to that period this this isn't working for me and but maybe if you love that song it's working for you i put in uh one star for this which is surprising because the attraction is so amazing if it's christmas is the only time you get to see that ride or experience it you're gonna have to go on it um just put on earmuffs <laughs> because i I don't think it does justice to such a great attraction. We're going to move over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Here's an attraction most people didn't know even had anything tied to it, and it's not much. It is Christmas Alien Swirling Saucers. Well, it's the same ride as we're going to talk about Maters, but without original lyrics to the music chosen, I find it to be... Fairly, yeah, I find it to be fairly lame. Um, and so uh, kind of disappointing in my view. It's not lame. It's nice. It's actually nice. But there's nothing more to it other than some Christmas music added to it. Right at, at night, there's with the with the colors in that attraction, it works a little better. Um, I have to give that only really one star. Conversely, on the other side of the park, for the first time in forever, has been a sing-along, but there's a holiday special version of it, which brings in Ring in the Season, that time of the year, and when we're together, all added to the finale of the sing-along show. I think it's lovely. I think uh, the, the backgrounds are great. The characters are great. I have to give this one four stars, and it's really a great way to celebrate the holidays when you are at Disney's Hollywood Studios.
Altogether, I would have to give the entire Walt Disney World offering a total of 20 stars. Um, there are a lot of different offerings. That's the cool thing. The disappointing thing is that there isn't any of these attractions that I named which get five stars. Um, a couple of four stars, but not five stars. And I didn't even mention the honorable or less than honorable mention of Figman having a holiday sweater. It's a cute holiday sweater, but really, you, you've you made a sweater for Figman and done nothing else. You could have really decked out that attraction for the holidays, the offices of the Imagination Institute, could have had some clever, imaginative uh, decorations. You could have put Figman's upside-down house with an upside-down tree. There's some really cute things that would just be stuffing that attraction full of people who'd want to come see that. And by the way, I'd be selling those holiday sweaters at the exit, and you'd be making your money back. So that would have been a really good possibility for an attraction that really struggles to have any merit any time of year. Let's move on to the Disneyland Resort. There aren't as many holiday overlays, but some of them are pretty impactful. Let's begin at Disney California Adventure. The parks in California are probably more themed out than the parks at Walt Disney World. Mind you, Disney World has far more parks to uh, to decorate and far more hotels and far more places to go and so forth. But, but the parks they do have are very themed, and that includes Disney California Adventures Radiator Springs or Cars Land. And here we have not one but two attractions which have holiday overlays. The first is Mater's Jingle Jamboree. This is um, very similar to uh, the alien swirling saucer, only um, Mater is really leading your little car as you zip around um, in that location. But it's all decorated for the holidays. And what makes it really unique is that Mater sings these holiday songs, especially written for um, Disney California, well, for Radiator Springs. And it kind of works, whereas I only gave one star to uh, Alien Swirling Saucers at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think they did a more purposeful overlay here and I gave them three stars for Jingle Jamboree. I also gave Luigi's uh, two stars as opposed to one star because they too have holiday songs that overlay and some decorations as well. The problem I have with Luigi's is I just don't think the songs very good it you know how do you how do you combine italy cars and christmas together to create carols you know it, it just it seems a stretch and it seemed like an exercise done by eighth graders it just isn't as impactful but i did give it a better rating than swirling saucers which just it simply has some music playing in the background and it does have some um christmas decor and so i gave it two stars at least those are the two major overlays at Disney California Adventure. Wouldn't be surprised with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the holiday special. Wouldn't it be interesting if they could apply some of that to 
um, their Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout attraction at Disney California Adventure. They have a holiday overlay for Halloween. They've not done one for Christmas. It'd be kind of interesting to see what that might look like. But notwithstanding, um, those are the two for Disney California Adventure. Now, over at Disneyland, we also have two, and they are pretty impressive. The first is the Haunted Mansion Holiday or Nightmare Before Christmas. They have taken the original Haunted Mansion and they have truly decked out inside and outside the entire experience with themes from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, that's not my favorite movie of all time. In fact, I think it's slow in parts. But let me tell you, they have taken that tale and they have taken the Haunted Mansion to a whole new level for the holidays. It usually goes down toward the end of summer where they outfit it in time, not just for Christmas, but also for Halloween. And then it usually plays through the first couple of years or the first couple of weeks after New Year's. So if you're there in the fall or you're there um, during the holidays, you're likely to be able to get... Uh, into there. They have a unique gingerbread house made every year um, that sits on the grand table in the grand ballroom. And it's a different gingerbread house, an elaborate one at best. Um, in fact, I think they actually have to change out the table to reinforce the, how heavy these gingerbread houses are. And, and they have animatronic characters in the form of Jack Skellington and others. It's just it's it's joyful in the most creepy way possible. It really does stand out. And some there are some purists who say, well, this should never play during Hall Halloween because it's really the nightmare before Christmas. It's a Christmas show. Well, it works. Halloween or Christmas, it just works. And the music and the narrative, everything just combines to create an almost totally different attraction, and yet still with the very same spirit. You have Madame Leota and others, the caretaker, the 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 singing tombstones, all the the the, the hitchhiking ghosts, all of the well, actually hitchhiking ghosts are actually gone in the haunted mansion. They're replaced by the Oogie Boogie Man. Um, but everybody else is pretty well represented and it's it's a festive, wonderful holiday experience. The and I, by the way, I give that five stars. Easily, it is exceptional. It is something that you can't, don't, it is almost worth going out to Disneyland just to experience. Especially when you combine it with the second holiday um, uh, makeover. And that is Small World Holiday. Again, this is not just an overlay for the attraction inside they put thousands of Christmas lights out on the exterior of the Small World attraction, which is, and it comes alive in a way you can't possibly imagine. And it's only, it's only outdone by the attraction indoors, where every corner of this entire attraction comes to life um, in, in, in the form of different winter holidays. Everyone's decked out, everyone, and the music not only continues the familiar Sherman Brothers classic song, but introduces Deck the Hall and um, 
Uh, I think we wish you a Merry Christmas into the tune, and it's just bright and lovely. In fact, uh, this year, they have included children who um, maybe for varying differences, such as being in a wheelchair and so forth, they just, they're constantly tweaking their small world. It is just a different level than what you might think of with Walt Disney World's version. Although, help me understand why you don't do the same thing here at the Magic Kingdom. It would be so well received. Well, I could tell you maybe the reason they don't do it at the Magic Kingdom is there would never be a line, there would never be space enough for the line that would build out for Small World Holiday. It, it is just so popular at Disneyland. Everyone's attending it. You have to see it. It's, it is perhaps the most joyful thing Disney creates during the holidays. I really can't think of any other fireworks show, any other presentation, any other parade. Yeah, even more than the parade. This is truly a joyful um, attraction. And it, like the other, I give a generous five stars to for um, for all the right reasons. It is totally, totally worth it. Do not, do not miss Small World Holiday if you are in Disneyland during this time of year. Now, taking all that, um, you have, you combine all of the total stars for Disneyland, and you get fifteen stars. If you combine all of the stars for Walt Disney World, you get 20 stars. Um, that's because there are twice as many attractions that have a holiday overlay than does the Disneyland Resort. But note, it doesn't have twice as many stars, only a fourth more than what the Disneyland Resort has. In other words, what you find at Disneyland, particularly with Haunted Mansion Holiday and Small World Holiday is is just above and beyond. And Walt Disney World has nothing that really comes into comparison with those. Now, of course, you add the fireworks and the parades and all sorts of all sorts of merry things that happen. The candlelight processional at Epcot. And you know, there's there's again, we can go on and on about which of the resorts is best for the holidays. But this podcast was intended to focus specifically on those holiday overlays. And I think this gives you a sense of what that offering is. I also say that all of the holiday offerings at Disneyland, um, they are offered throughout the day and evening. You don't have to join a particular party. If I were to knock out a point for every uh, attraction that required you to have a ticket to a special holiday party, the point total would be practically the same. So that's the disappointing thing about the Walt Disney World offering is that many of them you really can't experience unless unless you really have it, uh, unless you really um, are, are able to attend their nighttime parties, which I think are, are very expensive. Let me also say this. I should also mention one other attraction in uh, memoriam, so to speak. I think one of the best holiday overlays, and I 
think the original holiday overlay, if I'm correct, correct, uh, for Christmas, and that would be the Country Bear um, Christmas show. It hasn't been available in 10 or 15 years at Walt Disney World. And of course, the Country Bears have long gone from Disneyland. But um, I regret that that would be a solid offering. If, if it were brought back again, you would have the same problem with the Magic Kingdom. There wouldn't be enough space in Frontierland to host the line of people who would be coming to see that because it was a beloved show. Uh, the holiday show, which also they had a summer show. You can still see it when you visit Tokyo Disney. Now, you might have to brush up a little on your Japanese Christmas carols, but notwithstanding, you that is the one place you can still see the Christmas show for the country, Bear Jamboree. All right. Well, that does it for this Disney at Play podcast. I hope this gets you um, excited for the holidays or maybe uh, thinking about joining either Walt Disney World or Disneyland next Christmas when the holidays come around again. No matter what your plans are for the holidays, we hope that you'll stay tuned to Disney at Work and Play. Please visit our Patreon group, the Disney Wayfinder Society, where we celebrate all things Disney. We have some great tools there. Check those out. If you have a chance, visit um, the Apple Podcast Store, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you have. And please make sure you give us a positive rating if you haven't already. Maybe a nice review. That would be helpful too. It helps us get the word out to others, um, to this, the littlest podcast that ever could. Hey, thank you for joining us for this Disney at Play podcast. We hope you are having a terrific holiday season. In the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.